Welcome to our 11th episode of the Who, What, When, Where, and the Why podcast. My name is Kathleen Johnson, and I am your membership and marketing director at the Tuscarawas County YMCA and your host today. And with me today is our swim coach, Brenda Worley, and her mom, Betty Worley. Um, and we are super excited. I cannot tell you how excited I was that you said yes to this because um, officially you're our second or third, I guess, um, set of people who have come in to be guests on our show. So um, it's very exciting for us to have um, people that are just super why related. And so today's episode title um, is called Social Influencers. It starts at home. Um, so a discussion, uh, we're going to have a discussion about just how to live a life of encouraging others and why it's important to start that conversation at home and to build those qualities through our kids. So I felt like I had to bring a mother-daughter team and I can't think of any better mother-daughter team than the two of you at the Y. So, um, so you, Brenda, do a lot with uh, social media and all that kind of stuff through not only your job with Dover Schools, but also um, just, you know, trying to get communication out to all kinds of different people. So you know what an influencer is. Um, and so the definition basically is most often is referred to a person who generates interest in something such as a product by posting it on social media. But I want to go beyond Sel Selena Gomez's um, <laughs> contribution to the world <laughs> or Beyonce. <laughs> let's uh, let's reel it in, and because um, they're uh, you know they're on the top forty list of Instagram social influencers, but I want to talk about the real Tuscarawas County influencers and what they have to say about um, uh, why they influence people, and then and how that does help people's journey. So we're going to come back to you. Okay. You you get to go last. All right. Because I really do think that um, right now you are one of the most influential connections to kids at our Y. I mean, just huge. And then throughout the community because you do so many other things. So I plan to hear your story later. Okay. I'll start with mom, right? <laughs> because... Um, I think I looked, I, I want to say 40, you're probably longer, 47 years as a member of the Y, it might be longer than that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I think it's 45. 45, Maybe. okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's in the 40s. I'll arm wrestle you on that later. <laughs> so, Betty, tell me your Y story and a little bit about this picture that is actually on our wall of fame um, at the YMCA talking about 100 years in, in Tuscarawas County. But tell me a little bit about um, your why story. How did you start out there? Were you, were you married to this guy when you were dancing in this picture? No. <laughs> and um, just so we talked a little bit about this this morning as you were walking out of the Y. Right. But tell me that story. Well, um, the Y was very prominent in downtown Dover and the Dover community. And uh, when I was young, I wanted to learn to swim. And so I took swimming lessons at the Y, and Tom Patton mm -hmm. was my instructor. And um, I would ride my bike to the Y and meet up with other people that were taking swim lessons. And... Um, when we would go back in the afternoon for 
op- free swim or free open swim. swim, I guess they called it. And it was just, for me, swimming was was just it when I finally learned how to swim. And, and we started with those little classes of minnow and then on up through shark or something like that polywog (laughs) yeah Yeah. all of those and so i i just thoroughly enjoyed those as a youngster and i met a lot of kids uh because at that time i didn't go to dover schools okay uh my dad was a basketball coach and we lived outside the area but we always came back in the summer so Needless to say, that was a way for me to learn some people or some... uh, Meet some friends. Right. And um, I think I remember this correctly. The swimming lessons were not co-ed. Oh, okay. The boys had their swimming lessons, and I think this is what I recall, but then that (laughs) was many, many years ago. So anyway... Um, so how old were you when you first started? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then the Y also, the downtown Y also had like a game room and um, ping pong tables and pool tables. And I never played pool, but occasionally we play ping pong. And and um, I have to comment on um, Mr. Durr, Miles Durr was the executive director at that time and you know if you were playing one of those games and you sort of lost your temper or something (laughs) bang the paddle down on the paddle on the ping pong table Uh immediately he'd come out you know oh and it was do you want to continue playing this game or not (laughs) (laughs) and it was yes sir and so it was you know you had to take care of the equipment yeah you had to put everything away i mean it was it was a good learning experience so awesome and then later on when we moved back to dover i was in junior high and that's when i got involved with the club co-ed okay now that was in the basement of the old y okay and every friday and Saturday night, you could go there and socialize, mingle, dance if you wanted to, you know, um, just meet up, just hang out and oh. enjoy meeting. I like it. Yeah, it was great because it was some place to go and meet your friends, etc. And I don't think we thought of it in this light at that time, but it was safe, and right. you were protected, you know. Yeah. They had older adults there. Chaperones. And, <laughs> yes, chaperones yeah. and dads. Yeah. So, so it, it was just a wonderful experience that way. Plus, um, and dancing was a big um, was oh, it, yes. was it very popular? That, yes. I mean, did people dance? Yes. Yeah, and I, the jitterbugs. Ah. And then the, the Y and the city also during the summer had uh, dances up at Dice Hill. Right. And th- that was, I think, a couple nights a week during the summer. So it was just a, a wonderful time to grow up, to, to be able to yeah. socialize with your friends in a very 
like I said, safe. Yeah. Although that we So didn't. did you meet this guy at No, I met him at school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She says with such enthusiasm. <laughs> Actually, I was at the club co ed one night and I was started to walk my grandmother lived in town. We lived out of town. So I was starting to walk to my grandmother's house and this Young man came up and wanted to know if he could walk me to my grandmother's house. So that Aww. was our first encounter. That is so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is great. But one of the things with the Y, too, um, they had for the boys a uh, high Y organization, mm -hmm. and for the girls, it was a tri high Y. And they were like, I would relate this to like service organizations that adults had like Kiwanis and right, Rotary, Rotary and Exchange Club, et cetera. Right. And we, we did things and uh, it was also an opportunity to meet kids from other schools, although they were primarily from Philly. And that was fun. Yeah. Um, although there was one, there was one week in November, or October, late October, where we didn't talk to them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but other than that, they were good friends. <laughs> oh, yes. If Don't you understand really, that. I, I, well, I'm not from originally here, but I do understand it now. Yes. <laughs> but that was um, where we could um, plan dances like one of the big things in the fall was the sweater hop where you and your date bought sweaters that matched and that so was cute. yeah <laughs> big deal yeah you know? and then they had this jingle ball hop a more yeah, this formal winter formal dance yes so uh, which this skirt <laughs> is amazing is that not it's just the best skirt ever I think it has 40, you, 40 you yards of crinoline under it. <laughs> Do you still have this? Skirt? I don't think so. <laughs> I think the moths have gotten it by now. And I love this. And they're in suits. Oh, yes. The gentlemen yes. are in suits. Yes. Just really, really nice. <laughs> so then kids came along. Right. And, um, and so why, why did you encourage... Um, swimming? Well, I'll tell you, I gained so much from my experience at the Y that I just wanted my kids, our kids, to have the same experience. And they started with swimming. They all three were on swim teams. And they did some of the other activities, too. And I think Brenda would agree that the swimming and the swim team, again, where you were able to meet friends, develop lasting friendships and camaraderie and everything. And uh, so I wanted them to experience the same wonderful experience I had. And so I tried to volunteer wherever I mm -hmm. could. And they... All three of them went through the Y, and then uh, 
We waited patiently for grandsons, and we had five of them. <laughs> no girls, but five grandsons, and that's all right. That is all right. <laughs> we had two daughters, so that's all right. Um, our son and his two boys uh, were connected with the Green Y oh, yeah. up in Green, yeah. That's because that's I'm where at. they lived. And, of course, the Sexton boys were at the, yeah. the Tusk Y. And uh, so we just thoroughly enjoyed. So you said your dad was a coach. Yes. What, co- what did he coach? Uh, primarily basketball, although back in those days you had to do practically everything. Right. So, right. Uh, although there was at the small schools that he was coaching, they usually only had basketball and uh, baseball. So right. those were the two coaches. Things he could. So, did you see similar things from your dad uh, being a coach? Um, did you did did you see some of those same qualities in Brenda? And um, you know, what what do you think led her to become a coach? Like, did you <laughs> before she answers that same question? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my dad was. Uh, my dad was very patient with most of the time. <laughs> there were some times on uh, on the basketball court where he would get a little irate, but <laughs> I think that's normal coaches sometimes. I, I but think so. um, uh, he in uh, his family he had a sister who was uh, mentally challenged, and at that time, I mean they. She just stayed home. Mm-hmm. She never had the opportunity to go to school or to live on her own or anything. And I think he saw and was able to relate to her. And he would, he told me one time, he would go in and play paper dolls with her. Aww. And he says, but I told my mom, don't you ever tell any of the boys that I'm playing paper dolls. <laughs> but I think he he understood how hard it was for her. And so he was able to relate to kids, yeah. all kids. And Brenda does the same thing immensely well. Aww. So um, and there's definitely just... I love seeing the two of you come in. You come in kind of at different times now, and sometimes you know you're passing by or whatever. But um, your family really is one of those influential families at the Y that just um, helps us stay on track. Like um, you're not your family. Like you're not afraid to call us out on things that we need to improve on, or um, give us ideas, or help us structure things, and all that kind of stuff. And so I loved. I've never really have ever heard your story before today or before our little hallway conversation (laughs) earlier. Um, And so, but I remember, um, I didn't even realize this was you until you pointed (laughs) it out on the wall. Um, And, and so I love that there's, there's these generations at the Y and I know that you've seen generation after generation. Um, I'm not sure you're, I, I don't think you're, how long have you been coaching? I guess I'll just ask that question. 34 years. 34 years. Oh, so you may be seeing. Oh, I'm definitely seeing. Seeing children of children yes. that you've already um, had through your program. But Brenda, so tell me a little about, about your 
why story starting at seven years old. Um, <laughs> and just, yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me about your story at the Y. Well, I was definitely in the swimming program at the Y, as mom said. Um, she benefited greatly from it. I loved to swim. I was that kid in lessons that when it was time to get out, I was underwater so that I, <laughs> Brenda, I'm like, sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> and it was like, time to get out. Oh, just one more lap, just one more. And I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And I went through the lessons all the way through shark, but I did not pass shark because I would not do a back dive. Oh. Yes. We had the diving boards at that time and part of the criteria to pass, you had to do a back dive. And I said, this is not necessary for me to be successful in life. <laughs> it's not natural. And exactly. <laughs> I am not falling backwards off of this board into the water. So I just will not pass. That's okay. I'm I'll accept it. And um, I actually, You're, yeah, you were stubborn stu then, weren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thoroughly enjoyed the lessons, thoroughly enjoyed being in the water. Um, and one day I can remember coming home from school and in the mail from Coach Bud Barrett was a note that said, congratulations on at that time passing minnow. You are now eligible to be on the swim team. We would love to have you. Oh, and wow. I can remember running through the house with this note, Mom, they want me. Oh, my gosh. They that's want so me cool. on the team. And I said, I think I want to try this. And loved it. Absolutely loved it. That is a, such a cool story of achievement and then just recognition yeah. and how important recognition is. And I know that you always make that special at the at the end of coaching a season to recognize um uh, just, I was talking to someone the other day when, it, and um, we were talking about uh, a, a movie that I had seen. It's called The Butterfly Circus, and it's just a, kind of an interesting thing where you take uh, imperfections and you grow them into um, great characteristics of a person. Um, so even if you didn't know how to swim at the beginning, you know, learn teaching and and taking and really developing these these butterflies. Um, and, and so I love the fact that you started as a youngster at the Y, but what, when did you know that you wanted to influence kids in a different way and you wanted to coach? When did, when did that? That probably did not occur until my senior year of college. Did you swim in college as I well? I did not. Okay. I did not. We had this conversation in the car ride over <laughs> that I was bullheaded again. Ah. And um, I graduated from Bowling Green State University, had every intention of swimming, and met with the coach one last time before, you know, okay, you're going to be a freshman. Well, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. And he said, now, what school do you swim for? And I said, well, we don't have a high school team in my area. I swim for the Y. And his response was, oh, you're a Y swimmer. Oh, and I did not like that at oh. all. <laughs> and I thought, okay, and you're not a very nice person. And I don't think I want to be involved with this. Wow. And, you know, mom's always right. My mother <laughs> says, prove them wrong. Show them what you can do. Uh -huh. And I became bullheaded and 
I didn't want any part of it. Was she like that a lot as a child? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I probably get that from my dad. Ah, yeah, oh, yes. That came this, from this man. Him. <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah, so. not from her. Yeah. But again, hindsight 2020, I wish I would have done that just to prove that I mean, my times were fine. The time, right. what's it matter what pool you swim in? It's the <laughs> same time. And you, he was happy with my times. It just, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. So I w- had no intentions of teaching. When I went to college, I wanted to go into business <clears throat> and be an office manager type person. That yeah. I thought was phenomenal. That's what I wanted to do. Again, mother always knows best. Uh, says to me, she's an influencer. Oh, she's a big influencer. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that she influenced me in so many wonderful things. And she mentioned to me, uh, you, you could get your business education degree so that if the business part doesn't work out, you can fall back on the education degree. Just a couple more classes. I thought, okay, I could do this. So I took the classes necessary, and it was the night before I was supposed to start my student teaching at Toledo Whitmer, the largest high school in the state. And I thought, I, I can't do this. These, there's no way these kids are going to listen to me. So put They're on breaks. Exactly. Well, I'm like, nah, let's, everything's fine until now. I don't know about this. And I actually called my cooperating professor, and I told him, I said, I, I don't think I'm going to go tomorrow. And he, You'll be fine. I've matched you with a very good teacher. You'll be fine. And and he did. He, uh, Mrs. Lemke was my teacher that I learned from. She was so patient with me. She was awesome. And that's where I truly fell in love with teaching. And I thought, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. To watch those kids come in and, you know, make, make mistake after mistake, but ultimately to watch their face when they get the concept, when they actually learn it priceless priceless so i fell in love with the profession of teaching uh came back to the area my first year i taught at ashtabula vocational school which was a great teaching experience horrible snow horrible (laughs) snow i said i can't deal with this snow so i was very fortunate my second year i got hired down at newcomerstown high school and um taught there for 12 years and Kelly Watson was actually the head coach of the swim team and had said, hey, you're back in the area. Why don't you help out and coach? So she was the head coach for one year, and then she resigned from that. And they said, oh, you're, you're up. It's you. And this is at Do- Dover City this Schools? Is this, no, or at the this Y? This is at the Y. Okay, this is at, at the, the y. y. That's yeah. not a name that I recognize. Yeah, so, um, so I stepped up and have done it ever since. So you became... Uh, a coach at the YMCA before yes. becoming the high school coach for Dover. Correct. I actually started all the high school programs wow. in Tuscarawas County. That's impressive. Yeah. With that the is- help of Fred Memelar, he was very instrumental from New Philadelphia. He was very instrumental in, in making this happen because wow. we had kids and it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. We had kids from all the, the different schools. They swam together on the swim team. Right. Competed together. And then in February, they just represented their high schools at the at the sectional meet. So how long have swim teams at high schools been going on? Oh, well, Sally Hawk represented New Philadelphia as a swimmer when she was on the swim team. When we were on the swim team together. Okay. So, but 
to to formally start the teams that probably happened 92 91 really yes yeah so really not that long no ago. no no i just you, no. I, you think well it's been going on forever right no but no so why um um were there other high school teams that you were kind of mirroring um getting a high school team set for or was it something that you felt um i guess so you have other ymcas and they're obviously competing against other ymcas right um and so there had to have been some high school teams what was like your first season what did that look like because there <laughs> nobody else has a pool well it looked like what we did was we made the agreement with i'll start with philly because they were first they said hey you keep track of their points you keep track of their attendance and um if they swim their sectional meet for new philly and they earn enough point you know if they meet their criteria to letter they can earn a letter so that's how right. we started. So who did they compete against? Like what schools? Well, they swam wise. They oh. swam wise, but they earned points depending on how they finished. They earned, you know, their points. Right. Five for first place, three, two, one. Okay. If they scored X amount of points, they earned that varsity letter. Huh. And then we had enough kids to be interested in this that, like I said, Fred Memelar said, well, Philly's going to start their own team. And then Dover followed suit and... At one point in time, this is quite comical, I went to Upper Arlington with all the kids for sectionals, and you had to do roll call, and he's like, okay, Dover, I'm like, here, Claymont, here, New Philly, here, <laughs> Strasburg, here, and these other coaches are looking at me like, do you have a life? Like, what are you doing? Are you, and I just sort of laughed. I said, they're all the same. They're, it's one big team. They're now just They're swimming just, for their, their high, high school. Schools. Yes. Yes. Because wow. we had Indian Valley. I think we had we had Tusky Valley. I think there were nine different teams at, at one point. And, and it was great because the kids were so supportive of each other. Yeah. You know, and it just, it was awesome. It was awesome. So just a, an experience very similar to what you were talking about, of getting those, you know, being part of something that was definitely much bigger. Right. Um, and just really uh, finding that a skill, you know, develops into a passion and just what a great, what a great way to, um, and then take it into a, a lifetime of physical fitness, which, I mean, we constantly and constantly are talking to people, even when we get some uh, people that are older that don't know how to swim and, and the first question we ask when they make that statement is, did you want to learn to swim? Because yes. we can still do that. Like, you know, absolutely. There, there is absolutely opportunity still to do that. And um, one of my favorite why stories is I was teaching an aqua aerobics class and there were two ladies in the aqua aerobics class. And then this one t school teacher came in in the summer and she made the statement she didn't know how to swim. And so after class, every time they would go over and get a kickboard, and they would, and she had, she had a little bit of fear of the deeper water. She would always stay in shallow. And I watched them all summer long, every about 10, 15 minutes after class, they would work with her to get her courage. And by the end of the summer, they had her actually without a kickboard, getting her way to the end of the pool. Oh. And now when I see her, I'm just always just, she's just out there doing her thing. That's she can awesome. swim. And and it was just that relationship that water just seemed to 
um, help that flow. And it was just such a, it's to me, one of my favorite why stories that I got to witness that I had nothing to do with, um, but just got to witness that, that strength and that, um, just that influence of people around you um, and just putting you in the right places. And so um, you now, I'm going to give you some time to kind of spotlight some of the things you're doing right now. Um, still teaching. Still teaching. Okay. I teach uh, accounting and computer classes at Dover High School. Going on year number 35 coming up. Wow. So, 35 And I'm years. so young, you know. I know. I don't <laughs> even understand. I have no idea. <laughs> and I am proud to say that I am a third generation business teacher. My grandmother... Oh, was a business know. teacher, and my mom was a business teacher. And really, yes. Mm-hmm. Where did See, you she's teach at? Very influential. She is. I started at Canton City Schools, uh, out of college, and then I quit for a while while I had the children. Yeah, and then I went back. Um, I guess it was, um, oh. Sandy Valley called. It was like two weeks before school started, and they they couldn't fill this position. And um, it was Ken Gold was the principal. He used to come to the Y. Is that Mrs. Sattler's? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. And uh, he was telling me, and he said, well, he says, we start at 7.30. And I said, oh, I said, there's no way I can be there at 7.30 because the kids... I think at that time, the elementary school, I don't think he started till about 8.30 or 9 o'clock. Probably 9. And so he said, well, he, he said, well, we won't give you a homeroom and we won't assign you to anything first period. Could Aww. you be here by around 9 o'clock? That's awesome. So I said, well... Okay, because I enjoyed <laughs> teaching too, and I missed it, and so I thought, well, and it worked out. That's so cool. then um, from Sandy Valley, I went down to the Career Center because uh, the kids were getting older and getting in activities, and one of the good things for me at the Career Center was all the kids did stuff at their home school, right. and when I was at Sandy Valley, if they were in a play or a band concert. I mean, you wanted to go and support them. So it made it easy. Plus, it was closer, to to drive. So, Well, I learned so, something today because I did not know that you were a teacher. Because I'm not originally from this area. So I did. Um, I mean, I've been here. My kids all went to school here. They were born here. But um, not being from this area, I didn't, I didn't connect that dot that you were yeah. also a teacher. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I feel like part of the family because I always wanted to be a teacher. But there you go. <laughs> um, didn't. Anyways. <laughs> um, so um, back to what you're doing now. Yes. So you're coaching. Tell us about what you're coaching. We're coaching the Y team this summer. Mm-hmm. The Silver Streaks. The Silver Streaks, yes. We just actually had a swim meet today friday on wednesday for perry went up to perry high school which was so exciting because we got to travel and parents got to go we didn't have to wear masks it was almost as normal as normal could be yes so exciting and the kids did great and um so we're we're excited to get back into a normal routine with that with the swim team so we'll do that 
till July 21st will be our championship meet at Freelander Pool in Worcester, which is an outdoor pool. So that's always fun to swim outdoors. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start back up again in the fall for the now fall are season. You, are you doing anything at Dover Park this year? I am not. You are not. Okay. But in the past, you may have seen Brenda at Dover Park yes. um, helping out there. And then you also coach Dover High School team. The Dover High School team. Yep. So they'll start back up in November. Okay. So. All right. Which also meets at the YMCA. So That's right. Brenda, I think you probably should have a parking space, but <laughs> yeah. if you want us to try to inf- do some influence work there. Your well, mom could the, use it the during the morning. The do know where to park and where not to park for the coaches. It's quite funny, actually. <laughs> so you do have a parking space. I, so. I do. It's just not... Uh, <laughs> it's not officially marked. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure we could you know, work that out with some chalk or something. We'll just have to go out and do it once in a while. Redo it every once in a a while but that's funny um but a uh, shout out to your other coaches matt petricola and jolyn mcfadden okay and those are your coaches for those are my high school coaches, high school coaches and, and then my y coaches are emily lane who actually was my first female swimmer on the dover high school team oh, that's cool so you talk about you know yeah I'm, i've now am coaching her children and um susie Colelli. Yeah. And then uh, JoLynn is helping out with the high school or the Y team this summer. Awesome! So the four of us. Yeah. So the Tuscarawas County YMCA has a summer swim team. Yes. And then also, a, I call them the regular swim team, but yeah. what, in the in the fall and the winter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. During that standard swim time. Right. So right. Um, and how? Um, what kind of swimmer do you have to be to be on the Y team? Um, you have to be interested in being on a team and having fun. There you go. There you go. We can handle the rest. And, we can and be a youth rest. person. So I'm yes. interested in that, but I'm too old to be on their team. So yeah. Yeah. Um, any other any other stories you want to tell us? Or? I want to brag on my mom. Okay, oh. let's do it. I'm going to brag on my mom because she her goal, and she has met this goal for several years now, is to swim a mile every day, 365 days a year. And she has met that goal for the last four or five years. I don't know. I yeah. keep track. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's an keep... average because, of course, the Y isn't open on certain days yeah. and all that. So yeah. then I have to make up the mile. <laughs> <laughs> so she puts in a her couple bathtub. laps in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good yes. I was like, how would she do that? Oh, yeah. now I get it. No. You yeah. have to swim a little longer. <laughs> yes. I get it. And I will tell you, it's the most graceful thing to watch you swim. <laughs> It really, it's, it's swimming really is beautiful to watch. Um, not when I swim a little bit more of a thrashing motion, but to watch, um, a person who really uses swimming. Um, so what do you get out of it? What do you, oh, well, health wise, you know, it's very good exercise, but it just is, uh, I just enjoy it so much. And, uh, I don't know, I've told people and they look at me strangely, but I say, you know, just going through the water, the the sound. Or, it's therapeutic. Yes, very yeah. good. It's therapeutic. And it's just, you know. It's a, it's a different sensation than running. I mean, you're in water, you you're in a body. You also run, though, a little bit, don't you? Oh, not those days are long. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yes. I used to run by yes. my house with your with the dogs. Yes. And yeah, yeah. No, but we can swimming. 
low impact, if any impact, um, you can do forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it is true. It's a life-saving skill. You yeah. know, it's a life-saving skill. It's something, in my opinion, everybody should be able to know how to swim. And um, it just, it gave me so much in my life that I want to extend that opportunity to each kid on the team just to develop that passion for swimming. And if it's not a passion for swimming, a passion for something, mm-hmm. just develop a passion for something, something you truly enjoy. Yeah. So. Well, um, I know that you can see the passion that you um, put into your job and obviously the passion that you had in yours and parenting um, the future, which is um, so, so huge. We want to remind people that um, parenting is such a great, I mean, influencers should not be found on the internet. They really need to be found in your own home. And um, so it's a great responsibility when you've been given the responsibility of another life to really put that influence into them, to breathe life into them, to um, support their um, stubbornness or support their um, choices and to gently guide them into um, great spaces and places. And so we appreciate all that you've done. I don't know that. To do that. Gently was always the case, <laughs> but <laughs> but I love I her dearly. So <laughs> <laughs> when she got taller than you, it got a little I harder. Know. <laughs> I, one day I thought, "Oh, she's taller than I am. How am I going to discipline her?" I know. <laughs> Luckily for me, my kids shorter than me. So <laughs> one of them, at least, uh, one of them grew a little taller, but the other one is shorter. Um, so, uh, I think we good. I'm so I have glad. one thing if I may. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't remember if I was like in grade school or high school, but I had a bachelor great uncle. And one day he said to me, I want to give you this record. Now that dates me right there. Oh, records. Yeah. And I think it was a 78. To boot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he gave me this record, and the title of it was, now this is long. Okay. I don't know how they got it on the label, but it, the title of it, you can always find some sunshine at the YMCA. Oh, boy. That's a song? That is a song. And I hadn't played, I mean, I don't have a record player, you know. And I happened to mention this to Ryan, the lifeguard. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Hersey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, he says, if you go on YouTube, I bet you can find that record. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is from way, way back. And he said, oh, I'm sure it's there. I did, and it's there. And that's the honest truth. You can always find some shun- sunshine, sunshine at the YMCA. I don't Josh, care. Josh, need to look that up. I don't care if it's the Tusk Y, another Y in, in Ohio, out-of-state Y. You people at the Y do a fantastic job. And 
So you can always find some sunshine. sunshine I'm gonna. I'm finding that. That's I'm right. Play it today when I go back <laughs> to the line. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. I didn't even. I'm. I'm looking that up. <laughs> Spotify has got to have it at some point. It's got to be on there. We'll start to use it as our theme song. <laughs> well, we hope to obviously be around for another hundred years. Yes. And um, so your your picture. This is from 1958. Um, and then we have obviously, uh, coaches, uh, coach Brenda is on our, um, panel for the 1990s and twenties, I think, uh, oh, the twenties isn't up there yet, but the 1990s. So she's got her claim to fame there as well. And then we allow Jim to be on the picture (laughs) (laughs) and our other daughter, Beth is on there Is she? because she was part of, uh, the diving, she did the swim team also, but she did the diving team with oh, um, cool. uh, Dana Mallerny. Mallerny and Phil Sankar. Sankar. Wow. So she's on there as she's a on there little too. kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. So stop by the Y and take a look at the 100 year history and see these two lovely ladies on there uh, and their their third lovely lady on the claim to fame at the Y. Um, Again, this was our 11th podcast. So if you haven't seen some of our other um, podcasts, you could certainly go back to our website at TUSCYMCA.org and follow us on Facebook. You'll see some of the other episodes on there. If you've missed them, please use those as your outlets. The Y is a nonprofit organization uh, focused on youth development, healthy living, and social responsibility. Financial assistance is always available. Uh, we don't want anyone to think that they can't come to the Y. We will find a way for you to come. We will also find a way for you to be on swim team. If you um, cannot afford swim team, we will figure out a way to get you on there as well. Absolutely. So the Y um, is out there doing um, what we're supposed to be doing. And we get to um, have uh, the experience and the blessing to have these types of families with us. Um, this is just one of those great families. I'm great with grateful that you guys agreed to do this as our starting family. Um, If you know anyone else that has a great why story, please contact me. My name again is Kathleen Johnson. You can get me at Kathleen at TuskYMCA.org as well. And just give give me a shoot me out an email. Great to hear from you. So from all of us at the Who, What, When, Where, and the Why podcast, have a great day and thanks for listening.